Welcome to Awaken with Victoria Bond. I am your host, Victoria. I'm a spiritual empowerment coach, psychic medium, and a business mentor. In this podcast, you will be able to dive in to everything from conscious parenting, human design, psychic development, and business. I interview some of the top leaders in this field. So if you're a facilitator, a mother, or you're going through an awakening process, this is the podcast to listen to. You can find all the information to every show in the show notes and dive deeper into any area that you are choosing. I can't wait to connect with you. I'll see you inside. Welcome to this episode of Awaken with Victoria Bond. I am so grateful that you are here. And I have been away for a little while. I have had a lot of things in the works, which I'm so excited to share with you. So quite often I will go into my projector mode and start learning, start integrating, and start seeing those next steps for my audience for the collective and of course for myself and my family. So today we are going to be talking a little bit about quantum leaping. This was the subject that we went through in week 10 of Magnificent Mediumship Certification and it's still really in my vibration because of course every time I'm doing a teaching or a training I'm going through the same guidance as the the students that I am teaching and guiding. So it's really, really interesting. And when it comes to quantum leaping, it really comes down to mindset. It comes to strategy and also spiritual alignment. So the mind and the spirit and the strategy all come in and they work together, kind of like how I talk about the, the human body, the spirit and the soul how they all come together and create this trinity, uh, this powerful, power-packed trinity, but yet they can all be separate. And we see this here on planet Earth as there is many humans just interacting as humans, believing that they are humans and kind of blocking their spiritual side, their, their spirit, and also not actually acknowledging the soul, thinking that the soul is something that... Um, goes once you die but not acknowledging it here in this reality so there's been a lot of conversations around this the multi-dimensional reality the different dimensions uh and about the vibration that we hold as we are journeying as we are quantum leaping as we are collapsing timelines you might hear all of that kind of those conversations going on but what does that really mean? So I'm seeing humans always trying to grab and define, grab and define, grab and define. Even spiritual leaders, uh, even myself, are trying to grab and define. This is the mind. This is the reptilian mind trying to define, to make sense of what is. But the problem is when we do this, it's not a bad thing, but the problem is if we do this and we overanalyze and we make it solid, then uh, it's very hard to be a multidimensional being because we're getting stuck on one point of view. So for me, when I look at my human design, I'm very left arrowed, which means I'm very masculine. If I look at my astrology, right, it's not just human design. We, we've got to look at astrology, but look at all the other modalities that we have been gifted, that we have activated, brought down, uh, not even down, brought through from different galactic collectives, as we've been remembering who we are, we've been activating these different kind of modalities, these different practices, these different traditions. Um, we've been doing that in this life, but we keep going to one thing and making it so defined, thinking this is the only thing, you know, human design or Reiki or cranio or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just this. But really, there's so many things. And when we understand that it's not one or the other, it's just whatever that fo your focus is on is energetically correct for you. But when it comes to belief systems, when it comes to expanding beyond this reptilian-based mind of thinking and figuring things out, we can come into our heart space and actually come into more oneness. 
which is more of those higher dimensions. So a lot of people are seeing this hierarchy system, right? We see it everywhere. It's a part of this human system, if you will. And they're, they're even making the three, four, five D, you know, like right up the dimension three, four, five, all the way up to like kind of 12, 13, making that nearly a, a system where, yeah, you come and we, we can access the 12th dimension. And that means that we are better than other people. Is this energy around? Not that anyone's actually saying this. I'd love to know what you guys are thinking about this. Is this resonating with you? So you might notice it now, right? So people like, I work with Christ Consciousness, um, I work with Mary Magdalene, and I work in the 12th dimension, and it means that I am better than the 3D beings. No, it doesn't, because the hierarchy system is a system that is actually of the 3D, that has been put into place for human beings, but it's very human, and being human is very amazing, and the system is there for a reason, but where are we making it solid? So yes, I can go to this 12th dimension. Yes, I can access Mary Magdalene. Yes, I can be a channel. You know, we can own those things, but we need to understand that if someone else is very 3D and living their 3D reality in their human, using their mind, but they're not interested in spiritual stuff, it doesn't mean that we are better than them. Not at all, because there is actually no hierarchy. So I'm seeing this in sales things like making millions of dollars while with Christ consciousness. I'm like, okay, <laughs> um, the awareness I have there is Christ consciousness is not about money, right? But prosperity and abundance and awareness, spirit, soul, and human combined in this divine trinity. Of course, that's going to create money because money is energy and if we are working through our shadows and working through our limitations and, of course, our conditioning from the other people that we learned from for survival, which was not a bad thing, right? See what I'm doing here? Nothing is actually bad with what you've experienced. It just was and just is. And we can undo that if it's no longer in alignment. So why are people making this hierarchy? You are good when you when you reach the 10K or the 20K or the 50K or the 100K or the million dollar, when you've got that car, when you've got that house, when you've got that man, when you've, you know, made it, you can join the success club and everybody else is kind of scummy. It doesn't make any sense. So the system has been made around money and now they're brought in this dimensions with it. So when you're in the 12th dimension, when you can access Christ consciousness, then you can have money because somehow you are more worthy as you go up through the dimensions. I call BS on that. I call BS on that. Now, my humans are very, my humans, my parents are very 3D. They are gardeners. They are cleaners. They, my dad lawn, mows lawns. That's his business. He's very proud that he's got his own business. It gives him flexibility and freedom to be able to climb mountains, to play with his grandchildren, to um, be able to make you know, like smoked mussels and go fishing and, and do stay in huts and go tramping. He's very 3D. He's not very, he's not connected into spiritual stuff, but for, with how we see spiritual stuff. But isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful that he is 3D and he goes and he is walking amongst nature. He loves his grandchildren. He loves having family dinners. They garden. They literally, my mom is a cleaner and she loves her job. She sees the joy in what she's doing. They are humble. They're not living a 5D reality because they're choosing a 3D grounding one and they're connected into their human. So the, our conversations with my parents are very different to the conversations I'm having in Spiritual Magnificence membership or magnificent mediumship certification or on this podcast or of course in my free communities or with my sisters uh, or my friends of course they're different but I can't say that I'm better than them because I live mostly in a 5d reality where I'm manifesting and I'm, I'm living this talking to spirit energy and like it's a very digital based as well my world you know who's to say I'm better than right and you might be thinking I've never said that I'm better than you might be saying that 
But at the end of the day, we've got to be really honest. Where are we thinking that the higher in the dimensions that we go, or the money that more money that we have, we are better than those who are not choosing that? And when I even think about this, I'm like, where have I done this? Where do I need to take responsibility? And I share this with you before I talk about the quantum leaping because I really want you to understand that you are human. Now, I have literally followed cults that I didn't know were cults. I've literally was brought up in a religion. Um, and although there's truths in these different groups, there's also a system to keep you in a box to keep you like them in the way that you dress, the things that you say. Um, I know that with the rituals and the Catholic religion, I, I love those rituals because you're having communion together. But of course, there is actually a hierarchy system. You're only allowed to have the bread and wine if you have been confirmed, you've been through confirmation. So you've got to go through all of these different systems until you can do that and then you're guaranteed your seat in heaven you know hypothetically that's kind of the story um and you can repent for your sins to the priests say if you hail marys and all is forgiven we know that you've got to forgive yourself you can't just do a few hail marys for stealing or hurting someone or whatever like but they've made this system and and the humans needed those systems because the consciousness was so different back in the day but also the whole cult energy, you never know you're in a cult until you're actually, you know, go up those ladders of the hierarchy system. And they keep giving you ticks and ticks and ticks working on these codependent people who are wanting love and pulling them in with manipulation. Um, you don't realize that until you get right into it, of course. But how you dress, how you talk, there's a click. It's a group. Um, how much money you pay, it means how much access you get. I totally like get these different investment points and whatnot, but it's really, really interesting how there is this energy of the more money that you have or the more spiritual that you are, the more religious you are, the more worthy that you are. And it's just not true. How do I know this? Because I know that my children, eight and 10, are so worthy already and they haven't gone and been and done and invested things like adults have done and you know what really made me kind of start thinking about this when I started questioning everything was are my nephews and my nieces that are not baptized because my children are because that was eight ten years ago are they less worthy of God or heaven if there is a heaven or a God I don't I see things a lot differently now to how I used to perceive them are they less worthy because they weren't baptized what about the children in ethiopia the starving children that are, the, that are in poverty or the kids that are born into poverty are they less worthy because they, they they couldn't get baptized or christened or done confirmation you have to have dresses for that stuff you got to dress child of god you're dressing like a freaking bride i don't say this to shame religion but honestly when we see some of the cults, I'm not going to say any names, but I'm going to say, you know, I, I was a part in very, very early stages. Like I was just teaching a modality, which I still to this day think is pretty amazing. It's just pressure points on the head. That's all it is. And it's just questions. Like it's nothing new, but the sales around it, the manipulation that to bring you in, to make you, you will be better when you do this. You will be better when you learn this. When you learn the lingo, which makes other people feel like they're missing out. Right. So it's really, really interesting when we're looking back and going, hmm, how have I been programmed and how did I think I needed to program others? There's always a truth within these things, but how far is too far? How far is it when you are creating separation? And I see this everywhere is separation of you're not good enough. You know, I'm doing this. Even to the point where we are, that person's not like they're too low vibe or they're too human for me so I'm 5d and I don't want to go into low vibes so we're creating separation and having these breakups now it's inevitable if you want to quantum leap that there's people that are not going to want to quantum leap with you that is their prerogative that is okay they've already chosen their journey they've already chosen what they're here for and their lessons and maybe it's to be 
purely divinely human because maybe they were a guide in a last life. And they were like, I just want to be human. I need to understand these humans. I'm going to have a whole life of going through every type of human experience, not interested in spiritual stuff, not interested in that woo-woo, you know, not interested in whatever, what's after this life. I just want to love my grandkids. (laughs) I just want to get my hands in the garden. I just want to find a peace and joy within me. Those people are probably more conscious than some of the people that are seeking, right? Seeking more, going in and out of these hierarchies and of kind of like this judgment of others. So one of the conversations I've been having recently with Luke is like, well, if people are low vibing, then what do you do? Do you just cut them out? Go away. You're low vibing. Because that's kind of arrogant and probably a little bit ignorant because just because they don't believe what you believe or they don't understand energy or vibration and they're not interested in it doesn't mean that you have to exclude them. Now, like I said, it's inevitable people are going to step away. I've had people step away from me. I've had people that look at me strangely now because I'm a psychic medium. They think I'm reading them. They they they, they get nervous around me. Um, they talk about me. Um, I know these things because obviously I'm tuned in and I'm not silly. It's pretty obvious. Body language, you don't need to be psychic to recognize body language in people and to read how people are talking to you. Um, like without overanalyzing it, it's none of my business, right? But I am responsible for my standard that I hold. And this is a quantum leaping bit. I am responsible when I'm having conversations with very 3D beings or people that are like, I don't know, maybe they're more in those higher dimensions, which is more about collective consciousness rather than individuality. So I see myself as going up and down all of these, right? I can enter all these different dimensions. Mostly I'm like three and five, right? Because they kind of like flicker during the day from three and five, I would say. And I do a lot of 4D work and the shadow work, right? But long story short, at the end of the day, if I hold my standard and I have conversations and meet people where they're at, what is our common interest? If I'm going to go for a walk on the beach with a girlfriend, I'm not just going to go into my 5D belief system talking about my experiences when they might be like, well, I'm actually just interested in gardens. The truth is maybe we're not a match and maybe we've got nothing to talk about anymore and that's okay. You stop being friends. But where can I meet that person? Maybe there's a common interest like children. (laughs) How's your kids getting along? How's your business going? Maybe you're both in business, you know. Um, Maybe you love traveling. So what is the common interest? We don't need to go so deep and so intense into our belief systems with every single person we talk to. And I know a lot of people like me and they do not like fluffy talk. I mean, boring, right? There's a couple of people that I want to go and have a coffee with that are new in my world and my community. Cool, I'll go have a coffee with them or a walk on the beach and we'll keep it light. Like there's no point in talking about the multidimensional self. It's boring to some people. And it doesn't mean that just because that person isn't a 5D person or does isn't a spiritual person. It doesn't mean that they're not in your vibe tribe. We have got people around us that are potentially even low vibration. And it's up to us how long we want to spend time with them, right? So I can spend time with people and I might go, wow, this is super interesting. And, you know, this is kind of low vibrational, but it's not going to affect me. And I don't have to align or agree with this, what this person is saying. Um, if people are gossiping or people are like, oh, my back, you're like, or there's something always wrong with me or like the, my money, I'm so bored, poor. Like if it's the same thing, if this is a friendship and it's the same thing over and over and over and over again, you can literally just be like, wow, yeah, that's a shame. Like, so what is the positive things that are happening in your life? And this is not to say we need to coach them. I don't coach friends because like, why would I do that? Like I'm a coach and that's what I do for a job. And there's no invitation. Being a projector can be quite repelling, actually. So I must wait for an invitation. But I will turn around to my sisters if we're talking about whatever and go, can we just talk about positive stuff right now? Like we had a bit of a family drama and which had nothing to do with us, actually. But 
as after we talked about it, it was like, hey, let's just be positive now and just high vibe ourselves, right? So you can actually change the narrative in friendships and invite people to become more high vibrational. It doesn't mean they've got to go and meditate. It doesn't mean that they have to um, start doing readings with you or talk about ghosts. Like that's boring for some people. They want to talk about cars and engines. To me, that's absolutely boring. I have no interest in how a car works. I don't care. Like, I don't want to talk about it. I'd rather just sit here and not talk. So do you get what I'm saying? It's not about, it's not about separating yourself from those that are not quite getting it yet or not awakening because maybe they already awakened in the last life and they've come here to experience something else. It's not about letting them dump on you. A hundred percent. It's not about them dumping on you. If someone's dumping on me and I'm like, hmm, this um, is kind of low vibrational and I'm not enjoying this and I feel like shit, I don't want to talk to this person. I don't. I won't. So I discern that these conversations aren't healthy for me. I don't like them because I just want to celebrate the great impact that I'm creating and all my amazing plans. I want to find friends that want to celebrate me and I want to celebrate them. That's what I'm cultivating. So to quantum leap, I can't have low vibrational like communication with people all the time. It's not healthy. But if I'm going to see somebody, right, that's in my world, I can hold a standard and I don't have to match the energy. And if I don't match the energy and they are having low vibrational conversations, if I don't match that, then the conversations kind of disappear or they have to raise their vibration. But it's not my responsibility for them to raise their vibration. It's their choice. So this is where you're having the, there is a separation, but it happens naturally where what I'm kind of talking about is this energy of deliberately pushing people away because you're like, oh God, they're low vibe or that's too 3D for me. And um, I'm exhausted. So we go into judgment rather than awareness that something needs to shift. And we actually go into a lower vibration by going into judgment rather than the awareness that you just have to hold your standard and you don't have to participate in a negative or a low vibrational experience. You have a choice on how you're going to manage that without getting pulled in. Hope that is making sense for you. So if you truly want to quantum leap, it's really important to know what you want, right? So it's really important to know what you are saying, thinking, drinking, eating. You are a vessel that is here to expand. And to expand, that means that you don't want to be too heavy into anything. So you don't want to be doing drugs and drinking lots of alcohol and not drinking water and eating junk food because you are what you eat, that good old saying, and you are who you hang out with, right? Well, they say lie down with dogs and, you know, you get fleas. <laughs> many people love dogs, so no offense to dogs because, of course, um, many people sleep with their dogs as well. But you get what I'm saying. It's like, where am I going and what conversations do I want to have? And where are those people? And how can I be the most high vibrational me? Doesn't mean I'm not going to have patterns and waves. And it doesn't mean I'm not going to go into like my winter cycle, just, you know, as my bleed comes and be like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Or I just want to cry. It doesn't mean those things aren't going to happen because of course they're going to happen, but I can still maintain a vibration amongst all of my cycles and amongst all of your waves. You can hold a certain standard. Today, Luke said to me on the beach, he goes, you know, because he is an emotional generator, so he goes through some big waves sometimes. And uh, he said, as he was staring at the waves, the awareness is I can't control these waves. So if you're going through an emotional wave, and he was looking literally at the waves on the beach, and he said, you can either stand there during these, the waves and get smashed by them, literally knocked down and make yourself wrong and go into depression and go into, oh my God, life is so hard. It's such a struggle. Or you can literally like bodyboard with them or just relax. If you ever just kind of like lay there 
when there's waves and just literally, you know, you can dive under or you can lay there and you can just float over them, you know. How much ease can you have wherever you are at? Your vibration is not going to shift. It's just when you're going into your mind, into the reptilian part, because you've got to understand we are reptilian as well. So we are hybrid, right? Everyone keeps saying reptilian energy is affecting me. I'm like, well, but you are reptilian. And it's only affecting you if you're allowing it to affect you. That's when the mind comes in, trying to analyze, trying to fix. So if you're going into a wave and you're like, I'm not high vibe, and you're freaking out, you go into that resistance and then you start getting nailed by the waves. You get tumbling by the waves. A big wave comes and you tumble down and you wake up and you're right there on the sand and you're hey, did I just pass out? Where did I go, right? Where if you were like, a big wave is coming and I can see it and I'm going to dive under it. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to allow myself to be whatever I need to be, which is called emotional mastery. And if you can come into your emotional mastery and own where you are at, unapologetically, I'm feeling like shit. I'm feeling fear. I'm feeling emotional. Like my daughter was crying this morning and she was like, I don't know why I'm crying. I was like, babe, you're tired. She's in an emotional wave. She's an emotional managing, right? And I'm like, it's okay. Let's get a nice cold flannel. Let's pop it on your face to calm all your heat rash. Let's go into the studio and listen to some music. I put on one of her favorite songs. And she sat there and ate her toast. And I just smiled. And I didn't even try to cheer her up. I just calmed her, brought her to regulation. I understand my daughter is emotional. I understand that she's tired and it's triggered a wave. It doesn't mean she's low vibing, right? So we get very confused. Some people have hard times and my clients will message me and they'll be having a rough time. I help them through it. I don't go, oh, you're low vibing, get away, because that is very reptilian energy. So there's nothing bad, but there is expressions of both. So you know, when we're talking about this reptilian energy, we need to understand that reptilians were one of the first beings here on this planet. And of course, the Akunaki, they were here as well. And we are humans. So this emotions that we have, it doesn't come from the reptilian. That's where the present comes in. We must be present. We must meditate. Um, we must think before we speak. It's very reptilian. It's, that's not bad things, right? But just like humans, just like emotions, we can have higher expressions of them and lower. So when it comes to your emotions emotions, and you want a quantum leap, just because you're going into a wave doesn't mean that you're dropping your vibration and you can't leap. In fact, it means the opposite. If you are going into a wave or a cycle or a bit of a dark night of the soul, a lot of my clients call it, um, you're probably in a leap. So you can lean in, you can dive under, right? And, and then pop out and go, oh, I feel so refreshed when you actually come back up. Or you can literally get slammed by it and get exhausted by it. What is the end result that you want? So your emotions, your emotional mastery is a huge part of your quantum leaping. So you've got to, going back to what I was saying before, look at it, what it is you want to create. Then look at your current behaviors uh, your patterns, your loops, this is why coaches are great because they can, a good coach will pick up on your patterns and help you work through it to acknowledge it. Um, you've got to look at what are you feeding your brain? What are the TV programs that you're watching? What are the conspiracies? Are you, how, how often are you scrolling on social media? How often are you consuming and you're still not taking action on the things that you want to take action? What are you drinking? Are you drinking Coca-Cola every day? You know, there's actual some groups that recommend you do drink Coca-Cola and you do eat sugar and you do eat salt. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, but is that going to give you mental clarity? Right? I once had that point of view as well. Well, Coke can only be bad for you if you think it is. Um, okay, I'm revoking that right now. If you're putting a whole lot of sugar into your body and a whole lot of fat and a whole lot of shit, how are you going to have mental clarity? Drinking water and eating fresh food, eating live food, even protein like meat. I, I, I'm not one of those people that doesn't eat meat. I'm fine with eating meat. Maybe one day I won't eat meat. I don't know. But for now, it's okay. What is correct for you? What are you putting into your body and how are you feeling when you wake up? 
And what is your discipline? What is your routine? Are you waking up going, oh, this is how I feel. So I'm going to feel like this for the whole day. I'm just in a, I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, that's a cool story that you told yourself for the next 12 hours. Do you know you can change your mind, your emotional um, viewpoint, if you will, your emotional kind of status? You can change that quick. You can put on a song that makes you, ah, you can look at some, like your cute little puppy or your child or look at some baby pictures or go into your gallery. You can change your mood, your mode, your emotions. Your brain says you're in a shitty mood. Maybe you've got to stay there. So now you can't quantum leap because you're in a low, lower vibration. So you might as well bitch and moan to it about a friend and bring them down with you. So you've got someone to communicate with or go message the person who's low vibe. Have you ever noticed that? When you're feeling kind of like, oh, I might go message this person or a person messages you when you're in that vibration. I've noticed it. A few people have messaged me when I'm in a particular vibration and I may not hear from them for a long time. Then I'm like, why did that person message me while I'm in this feeling of lower vibration? Because all of a sudden I'm matching them, right? And it's an opportunity to stay in that vibration. So there's these little clues everywhere. But I can have the awareness that even though I'm feeling lower, I can still keep my vibration higher by acknowledging where I'm at, by sitting in the energy and not meditating it away, not wishing it away, not like going into this energy of resisting. Instead, I can go in and I can bring it in. Rather than I can change my mood instantly, but sometimes if there's something deeper that I need to work with, I need to go inward and sit with the emotion and allow the emotion. This is when the quantum leaps happen. When we do the work. And the work is, why am I feeling this resentment? Why am I feeling bitter? Or why do, where do I need to take responsibility? Just had a fight with my husband. Hmm. Maybe it's not completely his fault. Maybe I need to take some responsibility for my actions or for my energy. Not just what we said at face value, but actually what you were thinking and feeling at the time that you were talking to your husband, because he may be reacting to this, right? Where are we just not taking responsibility for our what we're manifesting? And we're making it, I can't get a job or nothing is working for me or the bills keep coming. We, we all do this though. But where can we turn it around and take more responsibility for how we are living our lives? And it goes back to what are you wanting to create? And if you're taking a step, a micro step, every day, you will end up with a macro result. It'll be huge. No one built their business overnight. Nobody found their joy and their peace overnight there's a whole story behind everybody when they quantum leapt so yes it looks like I've quantum leapt but honestly it's been seven years of taking micro steps every single day having non-negotiables working with my disciplines and they change all the time because I'm a three five in human design so I'm here to experiment with everything so you know currently I'm doing yoga as a discipline just a very short video every day that I found off YouTube. This time last year, I was doing yoga three times a week in a studio, which was like hour long. Um, it was really great and getting up really early. Now I'm going to the gym. So before eight o'clock this morning, I had already been to the gym. I had already done my workouts. I had already got my kids ready for school. Um, I'd already had breakfast, you know, where in other times like in my winter times I might not be getting out of bed till eight o'clock and be like oh I'm dragging my feet but rather than making that my personality I just know it's a cycle that I'm in and I will still do my disciplines so I'll still go well what can I do today for to maintain my vibration I'm going to I'm not feeling very energized I can't be fucked doing anything I'm going to go sit on the grass all day or I'm going to meditate all day because I'm exhausted and my body needs a break or I'm going to go to the beach and just walk or I'm going to go sit in the hot tub and I'm just going to eat nurturing food nourishing food all day so 
it's really about, and that's when I quantum leap as well. It's really about listening to what you want, knowing what you want as well, and knowing that you can have it if you keep your eye on what it is that you're desiring. So when we're looking at, you know, great relationships and we're looking at prosperity, when we're looking at abundance of all the great things and or maybe getting ourselves out of debt or getting ourselves out of like, a, you know, toxic relationships, I'm not sure, whatever's going on for you, there's always something going on for everyone because not everyone, no one is perfect. No one can say, my life is perfect just the way it is. Yes, I can sit in gratitude and say, holy shit, like Luke and I this morning were like, oh my gosh, we get to walk on this beach. Our life is amazing. We've got like clarity calls and MM is starting soon and people are signing up and our kids are healthy and the sun is out and it's summer's coming. Like we sit in gratitude and attitude of gratitude. But I always see myself just still at the beginning. I always have a little bit of pressure and I always have a little bit of stretch and I always des have desires and dreams because, of course, I'm never, ever, ever going to get there. What is there? Death? We're always in transition. From being born to dying, we're always in transition. So we're here for the experience, of course, but we must keep a destination sitting there in our minds. And maybe it's like 10 goals. Maybe it's 100 goals. Um, we're going to have thousands of goals, you know, um, or millions by the time we actually die. But why not be in gratitude and still see that there's more? You know, I'm working on my body. I want to lose weight for my next half marathon because when I ran, when I was 10 kgs heavier than last time, it was hard. So my goal isn't, oh my God, I want to lose weight because that's what the magazines say. It's like, yeah. I'm looking forward to looking hot and being on the beach. Go me. But at the same time, it's like, well, I really want to run these half marathons and I really want to work on my body. And I go to the gym and I'm like, oh my God, I love doing this. I love doing weights. I love eating well. This is becoming my lifestyle. So I've got something to look forward to, but this journey is delicious and I'm fully enjoying it. And again, it ebbs and flows during the months, during my cycles. And that's okay. So rather than go, I didn't go to the gym this week. I'm like, I'm on my bleed and I don't want to work out. I'm just going to do some gentle stretching. And my trainer's like, good for you. Do you. But I'm always working towards what it is I'm here for in this world and know, knowing that every night when I go to bed that I've done enough. It's when you're not doing anything and you think the world is happening to you instead of you are actually this creator of your own universe. That is when we start going into victim consciousness. This world is happening to me. I can't help that the bills are coming in. Um, my partner is like this. Um, you know, it's just, I just can't get ahead of myself. I always just have enough. I can't choose. I'm stuck. Well, that is true for you because that is what you are currently choosing. So if you go back to, hang on a minute. So are you saying that I kind of created this for myself? Mm, yes, kind of. Most definitely, definitely on a soul version, right? <laughs> well, how can I change this? How can I create more prosperity and abundance of magic? How can I create an impact in the world? And I'd say, well, what is an action that you can do that aligns with what those dreams and desires are? Even if it doesn't make sense, religion and this cult that I was in briefly, which I was never, i got to make it very clear, I wasn't intertwined with it. It was just kind of the modality that um, resonated with me. But those things were perfect for me at the time because I had to experience them. Even if I've been in hustle and done three programs at a time and I've loved it at the time, I'll never go back and do that again because I was like, well, that was intense. I needed a month off, right? But I had to learn it and do it to know that I don't want to do it again because it was too much. So we have to understand that we are always choosing for our highest good, but we do have choice in the matter. So I chose to be conscious. I said, I want to be more conscious. I can't say I'm 100% conscious because that would be a lie, obviously. Um, but I desire to be like coming into conscious awareness of myself and I will, I'm 100% committed to it. 
So I started getting bombarded with spirit, bombarded with modalities, bombarded with people. And I was like, oh shit, this is intense because I just wanted it. And I said, hit me, go as hard as you can. That's what I got. So now I'm like, well, I want a quantum leap, but not at the expense of my lifestyle. So I'm not going to quantum leap and make a million dollars in a year and sell myself my energy and my soul and my family for it. It's not going to happen. Could I make a million dollars in a year with ease? I totally could if I was 100% dedicated to making it a million dollars. But I'm not. I'm dedicated to my conscious awareness journey and the quantum leap of myself, of my existence, of my experience. There's no point in showing up in one way and then having a really hard life behind, like off screen, if you know what I mean. So I, everything has to be in integrity. Everything has to be authentic. And that is why we need to understand there is no hierarchy because everyone's in a different part of their journey, experiencing something different that we could never, ever understand because we're only seeing it with the mind, with our eyes and what they are showing us. So when we slay in our own lane and we take responsibility for what we've created, whether that is the magic and abundance or whether that's the debt, both ways just show how powerful you are because you are a part of creator, which means you're creating, right? And no matter what your belief system is, you have to understand that you're an individual expression of this collective. Your thoughts are going into the collective and creating more of that. The information that you seek out will come to you, whether it's negative or positive. This is the law of attraction. So to quantum leap, you need to be thinking and watching and looking at those that are doing that you what you desire to do and getting the essence and going, yes, please, <laughs> may I learn how to do that? May I have the X factor like that coach or that, I don't know, like spiritual leader or whatever, like if it's TEDx that you want to do or writing a book, like start looking at the people that are doing TEDx and writing books and who do you like? Like I look at some of the spiritual leaders and I'm like, wow, I love how they slay in their lane. I love how they are disciplined and they are not, they don't distract. I love how they are living their life by their design. And rather than going, oh man, I wish I could be like that. I'm just like, what are they doing? So they are in their design. What are they doing? So they are aligned. What are they doing and how does that mirror me, right? I love an author. He is amazing. He, Grant Cadone, he has got 10x rule um, and be, be obsessed or be average. And a lot of people may think he's arrogant because he is extremely direct. But one thing that I love about him, rather than judging the things I don't love, like he is like a maniac, he would call himself that I'm sure like he just is obsessed with life and living and he's a million miles an hour but he's also a manifest generator so although he's a three five non-emotional like me i resonate with parts of him and the rest that is like be busy get do this do this do this do this i'm like i don't resonate with that like i'm gonna be walking on the beach while you're hustling because i ain't no hustler i used to hustle because i thought i had to be that but what i'm trying to say is I'll take those pieces of him and listen to his books over and over again because I'm like, I see he's coming from integrity. He's authentic and he's true. And he goes, this is what I'm telling you about me. If you do these things, you'll be successful too. Yes, you will be. A hundred percent. But there's nuances that the many leaders and authors are not able to tap into. And that is your individual expression of you how you are different to them. I'm a projector. I know that I have got three hours of on time to directly work pretty intensely. And to most manifest generators or most of the world, that sounds insane. How do you live by working three hours a day? And my entire three hours a day, that is my business that pays for my entire family to live in a beautiful location doesn't make any logical sense because we're not working with the mind here we're working with the heart we're working with the emotional mastery we're working with the spiritual connections we're working with a strategy like I said at the beginning 
you must have all of these things, the strategy, the mindset, and the spiritual connection and alignment. And I talk about this a lot on my podcasts, but nobody can tell you what that is if they're telling you, right? You, ha- you can work with people to figure out what that is, but my sister, who's a manager, instead of lying down and meditating a few times a day, she's running around a lake or she's doing a workout or she's, um, I don't know, going for a walk with her children. She sits down for maybe 20, 30 minutes a day to have a rest. And I'm always laughing because I was like, I'd be burned out after one day of being you, but she can't lie around all day. For her, that's like, oh my God, it would do her head in, just like with Grant Cardone, it would do his head in to meditate three times a day or to sleep during the day. He'd be like, what the hell is this? He needs to move, right? Some of us need to move. Some of us need to snooze. Some of us need to, you know, be on for two weeks and off for two weeks. What is that for you? Quantum leaping is an individual reality check to know what it is that you want in life and to go for it, to even flow through your patterns and your waves, your shadows, but to know that you've still got this target in mind. You've still got this goal. And I may not be a size 10 fully buff and the perfect size and strength and speed I want to be by three in three months time because it's not worth that much to me. I would rather do it over a year and go to the gym three times a week than going twice a day, right? So it's what I'm choosing. I've got to take responsibility for that. It's going to take me a year to do it in the way that I want to do it because I still like to have my coffee and my cake. I still like to have my nachos with the kids. I'm not that strict. You know, I'm not that obsessed with it. But I am obsessed with some things. And that is me being aligned as a human being. And I will do, it's 100% dedication. This is who I am. I need to rest now. I need to do this now. I'm going to do this now. I'm going to not do this now. It is absolutely an individual expression. And if someone tried to live their life like I am, they may find themselves fully disappointed or maybe even overwhelmed, bored or maybe overstimulated because they're not me. So you are here to quantum leap and you can use people for strategy. You can have coaches, but you need to understand that it is you that ultimately makes those choices and you always know what choice to make because you have intuition, you have heart, you have energetics, which is your emotional mastery because you are human. But you also have this reptilian energy. You also have these other soul streams from different places. But just remember, you're human first. Why? Because this is what you're choosing. This is where you are. This is what you're hearing. So I'd love to hear from you guys. What are your dreams? What are your desires? What are you willing to do to receive them? What kind of, like, help do you need with that? You know, I've spent maybe $200,000 because I wanted to work with particular coaches. I've worked with strategy coaches. I've worked with bad strategy coaches. I've worked with incredible multidimensional, um, like sacred sexuality coaches. I've worked with empowerment coaches, which has always been my favorite because I've always known what I needed to do. I just needed somebody to help me see it myself. That's when I quantum leapt, when I believed in my heart that what I was doing, even if I was stretched, even if I was feeling like, oh my God, like absolutely petrified, it felt like I had to go in that direction. And this is what I talk about in Magnificent Mediumship. Be stretched. Do more than what you did last time. Show up even if you're scared because at the end of the day, you've got to be stretched to grow. And too many people aren't quantum leaping. Their lives aren't changing and they do want it to change, but they're not willing to do what it takes. So no more judging those that are in a different dimension or timeline to us. What can you receive from them? And, you know, you're not here to save or persuade or convince. You're here to just be. What do those conversations need to look like? We don't have to have conspiracy theories or intense conversations about galactic collectives or starseeds with every Tom, Dick and Harry. It's just not going to work. But what is your common ground? What is your common interest? And what is lighting you up? What are you putting into your body? 
And I'm talking about thoughts and conversations and technology and what are your habits? What are your energy leaks? When you start cleaning yourself up, taking responsibility without being hard on yourself, just being in awareness and then saying, I'm choosing more. I'm choosing these different levels of me for me, not to try to be here or be there or to try to be in these different, like the cults kind of um, evolution thing, you know, not trying to be that, but trying to be you as a multidimensional being with no comparing of others, with no hierarchy. What else would be possible then? That would create a lot of world peace if you just slayed in your own lane. Okay, my loves, let me know how this all feels for you, what's popped for you. Remember, this is always a transmission. This is always full of galactic light codes, I like to call them. I once had a channel program called Galactic Light Key. It was phenomenal. Galactic Light, anyway. <laughs> let yourself be a channel of light. Make sure you come and find me on Awaken Community with Victoria Bond on Facebook. And if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, please do so because we've got some really fun, awesome stuff coming up. And if you want to hear more podcasts, let me know. Let me know. Give me some stars. Share this because if I do have a lot of um, interest, then I will keep going because I love to talk. I love to channel. And thank you so much for listening. So much love. Bye for now. Listening to today's episode. I trust that you got those golden nuggets that you required to shift your consciousness, to expand your awareness, and to turn up your capacity. I invite you to share this podcast with anyone that you feel would benefit from it, and also share the golden nuggets that you have learned with your friends, family, and of course, clients. You can contact me if there's anything that you want to specifically share with me and, or if there's anything you want me to specifically share on the podcast. You can check out the show notes and find me on my socials and myself or my team will get back to you. My heart to yours. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon.